Welcome to the Book Squad Podcast. 94% bookish banter, 6% shenanigans. From Lawrence Public Librarians, Kate Gramlich and Polly Kim. Hi, welcome. Welcome. Um, this is the Book Squad podcast, uh, as you might know. And we recorded two weeks in a row, which is different for us. It is. So this week is going to be brief. This is. <laughs> <laughs> we say that. Because our brain, well, time. our brains is tired. Okay. Um, we intend for it to be brief. Yeah. It well, that's might not. We're setting that intention. Okay. Let's set mm. the intention right now. <laughs> brief. So we've been talking for like two minutes already about how this is going to be brief. So this is going great. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. So our main goal is to talk about uh, Salvage the Bones by Jasmine Ward because Jasmine Ward is the best person and I love her. And she'll be here on uh, April 11th at Liberty Hall at 7.30 p.m. Yes. And the tickets are free. Tickets are free, but you have to have tickets. You have to have tickets. We will include the link in the show yeah. notes. You will go to the link. You will click on the link. You will. You will request the tickets. Yes, you will. So it's because very, you will be very... sad yeah. if you don't go. Also, I will make fun of you forever. <laughs> um, She will. Free ticket link. Got it. Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah. I we... got mine on... December sixth. <laughs> I was I didn't I didn't jump that fast, but yeah. I did get tickets. And then um my daughter is reading this book right now mm. in their in, in their senior high school class. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. The, um I, we can talk we'll Ooh. talk about that when we talk about the book because it's been interesting to get some insights mm-hmm. from her about that. Yes. While I'm as a reading. teenager. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for a teenager. Um, about just about how the, like, and how the class is responding. Oh yeah. And stuff. We might have some. I'm just taking off my clothes right now. No, I am <laughs> uh, taking off my scarf. It's I feel true. like I'm gonna get sweaty because once I start talking about <laughs> books gonna, that I like, I'm gonna get sweaty. I'm gonna get sweaty. <sighs> uh, okay, so since that's our focus, we're gonna kind of like breeze through the other parts. Mm-hmm. One one bookish news thing though mm-hmm. is. The thing that we talked about, ooh, something's turning into something's getting adapted. Oh, ooh, what is it? <laughs> all I know, all the light we cannot see is yes, getting adapted, yes. which you don't which, care about. Well, right, but I think we talked about that last time. What was and then, the other thing? Oh man, oh. why did I even open my mouth? I don't know. It'll come to us. Well, what will be and is adapted is the book you're talking about. For it your is. two book minimum. It is. One book minimum. Should I go ahead? Yeah, and then maybe it'll come to me with the other thing Okay. Is. The other thing I was going to say is I feel like they're there. Tommy oh, Orange mm-hmm. just won the pen, I oh, believe. That's awesome. The pen award. Mm. Um, and now I'm like, boy, I wish I would have double checked that before I got on here and started this saying things. Podcasters, they're just like you. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that happened. Mm-hmm. So, and I, one of... Mm, we'll talk about later. Okay. Okay. I know. I'm just like rushing ahead. But so yeah. So the book that I was going to share, I which is uh, I have not read it yet. Mm-hmm. I have it sitting there at my desk, and I'm checking it out. Yes. And it is going home with me, and I am going to have a beautiful weekend of reading. Setting this your intentions. Book. I, Good. Again, setting my intentions. Mm-hmm. Because um, I've been meaning to read this book. It is uh-huh. the sun is also a star by Nicola Yoon. Mm-hmm. And I keep hearing about it, and I hear mm-hmm. it's great, and it's YA, which is not my usual jam, but I don't hate YA. Right. Um, like, one of my favorite books ever is Eleanor Park. Yeah, true. And so I get this... Actually, you like YA. I know. Because you like Darius, you like Aristotle and Dante. Why am I a liar? I don't know. <laughs> I think we need to kind of come to terms with ourselves. I... Do I really need to just have a little sit down sit. with myself? I say all the time, "Oh, I don't really like blah blah blah." Oh yeah, it's but like, you oh, do yeah. X, exactly. Y, Z. Oh yeah, no. no, I used to not like short stories. I can list mm. you like thirty short story authors that I like. Yeah. Well, I I think what we're learning on the podcast we're today liars. is we don't really know ourselves <laughs> at all. 
This is getting way deeper than I thought it was going to get. So, any who's. Um, yeah, the, the sun is also a star. The thing that made me, like, super, like, okay, I really have to read this is the movie's coming out, I believe, mm. on May 19th. Mm. And, oh, my gosh, the two leads are the most beautiful, beautiful. humans that have ever humaned. They're just... <laughs> incredible i don't even know who these two people are two young people who are gorgeous and beautiful and just have this they just glow i hope they're over 18 beautifulness uh yeah they are okay and my you look them up while we're talking yes (laughs) anyways they're beautiful and the the trailer which we are going to put in the show notes because the trailer is just it makes you feel every that every feeling about falling in love that you ever wanted to feel so what i'm hoping is is the book has that same feel to it because that's what i loved so much about eleanor and park is Mm -hmm. that it's just like you revisited that. that that first falling in love feeling so Yes, I am. Say one more thing because I'm almost. You're done almost looking at. So anyway, the st- well, the story is about um, a young woman who is um, in the United States, uh, was brought to the United States very young, has never known anything but New York City, has lived in New York City forever, and suddenly now is being faced with being deported, mm-hmm. even though she that she doesn't know anything other than New York City. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that is the reality she's facing when she uh, runs into this incredible young man Mm -hmm. who um, immediately decides she's the one for him and is going to spend the day with her and convince her that love is real and love was true and and he can make her fall in love with him. In a seemingly not creepy way like that could be creepy it could be but no it's so sweet okay he's 28 she's 19 both legal but Mm. i feel a little conflicted (laughs) (laughs) i I didn't say anything creepy i just said they're incredibly beautiful yeah they they are are. they really are everybody's beautiful when they're 19 When you make that noise, it just reminds me of um, when Hugh Grant is. What movie was it that Hugh Grant goes? What did we say? Yeah, it was Love Actually. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) When we say, yeah, we say that. Uh huh. Um, Well, that's me. It's Hugh Grant. Anyway, creeping on younger ladies. Isn't that what did he do that? I don't know. Sorry, Hughes. Hughes. Uh, Yeah, that that's my one book minimum that I have not read. Well, and you had me watch the trailer, mm-hmm. and uh, I was just like, oh, my God, oh, my God. So mm-hmm. I was at a meeting uh, this week where I made all the people at the <laughs> meeting watch the trailer. <laughs> it was relevant. It was a, it was a meeting about the um, romance oh genre God, con so that will be happening August 2nd. Nice plug. Nice plug. In Kansas City. I'm a. I'm helping plan that. And is it uh, called the rom con? It is called rom con romance genre con. I know, I know, but well, I think this is the thing. Is I think it initially the idea was there would be they would have this conference and they would have a number of genres, but mm. the romance conference has been so successful that I think that's what it is. But now it's already branded as the romance genre con. I'm gonna call it the rom con. I know that's what I call it all the time. Okay, so good. go ahead. Okay, good. Every meeting in my phone says Roncon Con meeting. Nice. Good. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, well, what is your one book? So actually mine was adapted too. Um, and I think fairly recently. I didn't know this until I just so I finished okay, whatever. It's uh <laughs> The Little Strangers by Sarah Waters. Mm. Um Kimberly loves Sarah oh, Waters yeah. and she's usually very like she's very um, descriptive of uh, place and time and uh, and different visuals and she's usually very queer. This book was not super queer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's creepy. It's really creepy. It's uh, kind of a haunted house story with like a very very slow burn, and you're you're sort of wondering what's going to happen the entire time, and then at the end, it's like, what? So. <laughs> So that, that was the, me yeah. Right it, I know that's exactly. I wanted to, I wanted to recapture. Yeah, and I read it and was like, "Look at me reading again," because I've been having a slump. Uh, and then I walked into the library and saw on the DVD shelf 
The Little Strangers apparently was adapted. I had no idea. Uh, Semi-recently, I guess. Did you watch it? No. Okay, good. That would be too much. Yeah. No. uh, The weird thing is, is this book, I don't know that I... Okay, this is going to sound weird. Why am I promoting it? But I don't know that I loved it, but it is... It's creeped me out. It's we'll like stuck it. with me. I did. It's called well, What's <laughs> Happening and then ah! uh, <laughs> Okay. It's just her descriptions. It's one of those ones that like afterward you're still wondering like, what? Why did she do it like that? And then like, I don't know. She's very descriptive. This well, is not, not I mean, is maybe if one of your marks of a successful book is that you're still thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, it doesn't have to be enjoy. Doesn't matter, right? Doesn't yeah. matter that you enjoyed the experience. It matters that you are still turning it over in yeah. your mind. Yeah. 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 Could be, I mean maybe that's not what everybody We need a different rating system for that. Yeah. Cuz I know sometimes when people are like, "Oh, was it a good book?" and I'm like, Describe what we what say. What does <laughs> good mean yeah. to you? Yeah. Mm, yeah, because okay. there's a lot of things that's like, I certainly did not enjoy the experience of reading that. That was brutal, oh, but yeah. it Are will you? forever haunt me in my dreams. Okay. So, this, so yeah, Little Strangers okay. and The Sun is Also a Star. That's those are two books. That, that was two books. We didn't minimum. lie. No, we did not. <laughs> two books minimum. No uh, lies detected. The whole. So do we want to just jump in to Salvage the Bones? Let's do it. Okay. Woof. I know. So. I, let me just say, uh-huh. I had not, I started and did not finish Sing Unburied Sing. Mm-hmm. Not for any reason other than Sometimes I probably had yeah. seven other books I had right. to get done bef- mm-hmm. before the end of that week. So it's always kind of been just hanging there, mm-hmm. like, oh, I really need to go back and finish that. And I had, you know, I saw Jessamyn Ward mm. present when that first, when the book first came out. And, and she, she signed the book to my cat. She signed a book to your cat and she was there with her baby. baby. Oh, oh, I wish he was coming. The, just Brando. The, God, he's oh, so cute. He just was like just a jump, just, chunk of a baby with these. Anyways, yeah. that is a that is not the point of this podcast. <laughs> Buddy was squishy. Um, so I, you know, then I like it when I like the author. Uh-huh. I can't help it. I mean, yeah. when I see an author yeah. present and I'm like, that person is just a quality human. Yeah, exactly. I want to read their books. And so um, I had been, it's, it's been weighing on me that I had not yet read. I haven't, this Almost sorry, I'm done. just, I'm sorry. I'm trying not to be able to lean. I'm doing it silently. You are not doing it silently. I hear it in my headphones. Okay, go for it. <laughs> okay, your chair's going to like fall all the way down yes, while we're it talking. Is. <laughs> Anyhow, so I just, it's yeah. been a sort of a secret shame of mine that I like her so much and that I, I know that her books are so mm-hmm. well received and lauded and that I you know still what? hadn't finished them. I haven't read The Underground Railroad and that's a secret shame for me. Oh no. I know. I think you want It's just right, exactly. It's just one of those things though. Okay, that's well your, that's your secret shame. Those well, are my, those are, let's yeah. absolve people. We would let's absolve ourselves. We would absolve Yeah. Other readers. You just may not ever read X, Y, or Z. We would take our librarian wand we would and say boop you with it and it. say you are absolved. <laughs> Yes. So let's boop ourselves. Okay. Shall I'm going to boop myself on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So, so, yeah, you just haven't read I just it. Haven't, that's fine. But I am now going to say, people, read this book. <laughs> Wait, that one or this one? People, um, read all of the Just My yeah. So, we, and so, yeah, it's funny because yesterday I had only read the first chapter. Uh huh. And I had, Ooh, and we had, we talk had, about it. We had oh a long chat. Yeah, which was way too long because I was like, wait, I, I gotta stop talking. You do, you, yeah, because I only read one <laughs> yeah. chapter. And so, and we like to try not to talk too much about the books before mm-hmm. we come on the podcast because we, yeah, when it's there to be, be some organic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then I had to go home from work last we night and read the entire book. We all about what this book is about. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing that so we do. I read this okay, book. Okay, so you do that part. I read this book, uh, according to Goodreads, I read it spring of 2015. So, uh, and I freaking loved it. But, okay, so 
Jasmine Ward herself lived through Katrina, um, and her family had lived through Camille, who was which Hurricane Camille, which was in the sixties. And so, yeah, and so she was drawing upon that uh, both of those experiences um, in this book. Okay, so Esh is a fifteen, fourteen, fourteen words. No, it says fifteen. Mm, no, in on the, the back it says, says fourteen. Well, the back she had a birthday in the middle. She, she had a birthday that day. The, it was like 14. on the first page, she's 14. Then she had a secret birthday. <laughs> Ash is a teenager and mm-hmm. um, she doesn't have her, her mom passed away while giving birth to the youngest brother. And she's got so she's got the younger brother who's like eight years younger and then two bro- brothers who are like two and three years older than her or something like that, like mm-hmm. older teens. Um, they uh, all live in. Okay, Bois Sauvage? Bois Sauvage? Mm. Yeah, in Mississippi. Let's say Bois Sauvage. Bois Sauvage, because they're fancy down there. Even though I, it's not a real town. I meant I looked it up. Oh, it's not? No, I looked it up because I wanted to know how to say it. Oh, and they're like, well, say it however you want to. Yeah. Uh Huh. Huh. Interesting. Okay. So it could be Bois Savage. Bois Savage. It's not, though. (laughs) Mississippi. Anyway, so this is not in New Orleans, which is where we think about, where Mm -hmm. I personally think about Katrina hitting. Um, I just don't think about the other areas as much because that was all we we heard about. Um, And so she's kind of telling the story of um, the lesser known um, areas that were just devastated by Katrina. And uh, so that's part of the story is leading up to... Katrina happening, and it's then just the, the aftermath. Yeah, it's the ten days up to mm-hmm. Katrina, and, and then, then like the, the three day days after. after. No, yeah. the day after. Why? Okay, I give up on everything. I'm done with this. I don't know what everything is. Yes. Yep. That's how it was chap- a long chapters, day. Yeah, the chapters yeah. are. It felt like a each lot. Each chapter of days. is a day. Yes. So it's a, a ten, the yeah. ten days leading up to, and then the day right. after. Okay. Well, I just after literally like read it hours days. ago. True. <laughs> Okay, uh, so so anyway, yeah. So it's that's the structure of it, um, and up until the night before, you don't know it's a hurricane or Category Five, which was a big deal because right. that was truthfully how it was uh-huh. IRL uh, for Katrina, um, and so like so and and like ah, it's, it's so hard because you know it's gonna be Katrina, but and so you're watching them like just not know, and. Realizing that, like, if you didn't know, you would be just as relaxed. You'd be like, right, like not taking it that seriously. Because right. it's and like if there's not, a tornado here, yeah. I'm not really taking it that right. seriously. And their dad is taking it kind of seriously. Yeah, and but, they're all like, yeah, dad, yeah. whatever. But and here's the thing too, you know, I mean, so the other part of this book yeah. is part of the book is kind of the main chunk. It's le- it's or I don't even know. It's it's just like the bubble around the book mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. that Katrina is coming. Yes. But, but the, the actual main, yeah. story is just Esh their daily life. So Esh, yeah. Esh discovering, well, Esh discovering that she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, their dad is an alcoholic, an alcoholic who um, well, is he lost just his love of his life. Yeah, is, and he's just not entirely effectual. So mm-hmm. when he's going on about, it, you know, we need to get prepped get for this water, hurricane. We need to get more yeah. water. We need to get yeah. stuff. You know, he's somewhat present yeah. and, and somewhat making it known that this is an important thing, but also he's drunk. Yeah. And like, so, you know, the kids know not to yeah. really listen to a lot of things he yeah. says and just to sort of go along to get along. And mm-hmm. um, and then also like Randall. So the brothers are Junior, the youngest, um, Skeeta and Randall. So Skeeta's a couple years older than Esh and then Randall's the oldest. You think so? You think so? Um, and Randall is a basketball player, and he's kind of on like the <laughs> pun intended sidelines, sort of a little <laughs> bit at first. Um, and Skeeta is kind of the main brother that's focused on because he uh, he has a prized pit bull named China, who's like who's pure white, and he has bred her mm-hmm. um, to and sell the puppies. The and, he, opens, and he fights. Yeah, the book her, opens with her giving birth oh god and i cried at that yeah yeah um so yeah so like yeah like you said like katrina is the bubble around it and you know it's coming um but it's like a vague background worry mm-hmm. for them um because that's how the news sort of portrayed right. it and uh 
And so it's her, it's just a slice of life mm -hmm. leading up to that. Um, but there's a lot of stuff going on in her life in those 10 days, uh, finding out she's pregnant, right. um, confronting the father of the baby. Um, we realize that he's a turd. Yeah. Um, well, you... What? Okay. I was going to say, how are you not going to be a turd if you're having sex with a 14-year-old? Yes, right. Well, and you also have a girlfriend. <laughs> and you also have... And it's right. your friend's little sister, like your best friend's little sister. Right. And he also just turned out to be a turd in other ways. Right. Um, he did turn out to be a turd in other ways. But but, but there's there's the, he's part of this community of men who all hang out around... So Ash was like the only girl yeah, that we see. Yeah, there really is. I like As the, as the story There's a dead going, grandma. There's a dead mom. Mm -hmm. But there's she has no other no aunts or anything, no, her, and no girlfriends. Right, exactly. Um, and not all of the brothers' friends are bad. No. Um, in fact, pretty much just that yeah. one is the bad chief one. turd. Yes. But uh, but yes, yeah, so she's just she's one of the guys. Um, except that she talks a lot about how like her role is to sleep with a lot of the friends mm -hmm. without the brothers. No, it's not like the brothers are expecting right. that. That'd be gross. It's but just. Uh, yeah, no. She it, wants attention and she wants love and she's a yeah. kid and I don't even it's weird though cuz it's not even it doesn't they want, like attention it's just feels like Well they like, want her body. I think they're just yeah. I think they're just all kind of horny. I yeah, and it also but I mean I mean so the other the piece the piece about this ugh, keep touching my microphone. The thing about you know where they are is they're really deep country mm -hmm. so they are like bayou yeah like, like real bayou very and, isolated right, and they're isolated they're out they're kind of in the woods mm -hmm. um near this big pit mm -hmm. of water like this excavated area that yeah. is filled with water yeah, it's and super is isolated sort of like a little swimming hole for them and mm -hmm. it, it is it's just there's um i don't know you just get the sense that their world is really shrunk down yeah. to like this handful of people yeah. and so um you know when when the boys start getting curious there's and, literally and no one to just, tell her not right to. yeah no because and that was the that was the other thing is there wasn't any you know there wasn't any sense of shame on, no, was like on her part it was just a sense of like some, it was something to do. Mm -hmm. like, and it was like, and that was, was just easy, It was easy. The thing yeah. that broke my heart is when mm -hmm. she said, it's just easier than saying no. Yeah. It's easier than Telling explaining why, not, why or, yeah, she doesn't exactly. want to. Mm -hmm. Which um, I think would ring really true to a lot of people, sadly. I don't know. It was really sad to me. But but I do like, well, I guess on one end, though, there wasn't the shame, which I liked. Which was interesting. Yeah. Like, I don't. Um, well, because she's so isolated. Yeah. It's just. Um, but also, and her brothers obviously care about her, and you learn that more and more. Um, mm -hmm. And her dad obviously cares about her, um, but she doesn't have anybody she can talk to. No, and I can't, I can't really imagine that sort of loneliness. No. So the thing we talked about yesterday is, so the other, the really interesting. Well, the thing I loved about this book is. Um, when I was reading it, it really, it reminded me of There, There mm -hmm. in terms of the writing. Like it mm. was just mm. in, like the writing was so like multi-layered mm -hmm. and brilliant. And like if you. There was like dialect and poetry like. Right. Both of the same, so you if know, you both. like, if writing is your jam, mm -hmm. I think this is a book that you will like. And. You know, I mean, it's being told from the perspective of Ash, who is some age of a teenager, <laughs> um, indeterminate, 14 to 15 years mm -hmm. old. Mm -hmm. But um, you know that it's not necessarily her current voice in a way. Like, yeah, um, she's very wise. Yeah, it's really or who knows, maybe it is, but it doesn't. It seems like, you know, most 14 year olds that, you know, are not thinking about things the way that she's thinking about things. Mm -hmm. So it, it also feels like this is exactly like this is her 14 year old reaction to things, but then also it's filtered through this more secondary yeah. consciousness or mm -hmm. something. So she's, um, she's reading um, mythology uh -huh. right now. And so a lot of the book, she's like really drawn to the story of Medea uh -huh. and, in a lot of the books, she parallels like what she's doing or thinking or whatever to what Medea might have been doing or thinking. Yeah, <clears throat> and I know I knew nothing. I still kind of know <clears throat> nothing um, 
about well I mythology is just not a thing that I know a lot about. Oh, I loved it. So So I wonder yeah. like I learned more about Medea and Jason and all that stuff in this than I mean just have never heard the stories yeah. before. Well I think um well it's interesting to me like a lot of times and depending on like what the the school system was like there, a lot of times you'd learn that like in elementary school. Yeah. And so it sounds like she's learning it in high school. Mm -hmm. So you learn it in elementary school? Mm -hmm. Ugh, like fourth grade. I went to like the fourth grade rural poorest school in Missouri, according to mm -hmm. NPR. So and we just did not. I don't know if that's why we didn't, but that we just know. didn't. I also went to an extremely poor elementary school, hmm. but. I was kind of, it was with the gifted program that we did. Oh, I was but. too. Okay, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, but so, Medea, though, is But it, like, was, it was a thing I was super into okay. when I was, like, in elementary school. And I still, I've always loved it. And then my kids got super into it when they were in elementary cool. school. And then they loved it. So, I think, like, I, I've, to me, that was sort of like a connecting thing. Like, oh, it's a thing that you learn when you're in school. And maybe she's learning it a little different time frame than when I did. But... It was so, like, it just, I don't know, it's, like, spoke to me. Yeah, it fits so well, yeah. Well, and she talks about that. Um, and did you get the Q&A after? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she talks about how Medea is in not only Ash, but also Hurricane Katrina, and also in China, the dog. Um, and uh, she said it infuriates me that, that the work of white, American writers can be universal and lay claims to classic texts, while black and female authors are ghettoized as the other. I wanted to align Ash with that classic text with the universal figure of Medea, uh, the antihero, to claim that tradition is part of my Western literary heritage. And it's true. I mean, you you don't – that was unique to this book because mm -hmm. you don't see that framework allowed, I guess, right. in, in a lot of – yeah, I think that people, you know, I mean, well, I mean, that's a good segue into, um, like, making assumptions. Because there's something she also talks about. Well, I saw it in a video. Mm -hmm. um, and then I actually, when you when I read the Q&A, it kind mm -hmm. of answered some of the questions we talked about yeah. yesterday. Is that, um, you know, a piece of this, a good, you know, big, big piece of this book is the dog is the dog fighting. Dog fighting. So yeah. it's um, Skeeta's relationship with China, which is this incredibly Ugh. loving relationship. I mean, he loves this dog. And it, she, she like describes him. it as like a lot like lovers, but also like father daughter. It's yes. just like the deepest mm. love. Yeah. So it's, um, it's incredible. Like, and for pe as people who have dogs and mm -hmm. love their dogs, like, I totally get that, you know, and then also I don't, I don't understand how you can have those feelings and then, and then fight, and fight the dog. Your dog. Right. Um, and I was ready after the first chapter, I was like, I don't know. Um, but when and it I, does get brutal in the description yeah. right after the first chapter. It was it like, mm, yeah, I, I just was like, I didn't, I didn't know how I would feel about that. And, you know, she says she wanted to dispel some myths or bring some light to mm, or humanize the humanize yeah. um people who you yes. know have been demonized maybe yeah. um and i thought it was like so at first you and i both were thinking like well you know if you don't have any money and this is the way you can get money but you know she says her, her brothers fought dogs. for honor not for money mm -hmm. yeah so i that's just but, a, yeah it's just a culture that i don't know that i just wasn't didn't. right and I, I guess sometimes I wonder, like, I mean, is it okay to say, like, mm, I just am not okay with that? Yeah. You know what I mean? I still, like, I get what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, I think it is okay. Yeah. To just I get what you're doing. I'm, I'm, and you're I'm not reading your story. A, I'm hearing your story. An evil person. Right. It's just not, I just don't want dogs Support to it. be treated yeah. that way. Well, it, but it's interesting, though, because when, so when the storm kind of is hitting, um, Skeeter wants to bring China in. And the dad is like, this house is for, house humans, is for humans, not for dogs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that kind of gives you an idea, though. It's like, dog, I mean, it's my dog is like my baby. And for Skeeter, like, China was like his baby. Right. But for a lot of people, dogs are just, they're just, they live outside all the time. Yeah. There's no I nothing. Mean, like they're, and so mm -hmm. maybe it's easier to make that mm -hmm. disconnect. I think that that might be the case because... But also, well, how would he right. Skeeta, though? Because he clearly... 
I don't, I don't know. know. It's weird. But she also, like, she wants to, and this is the sad thing, is that, I mean, Pitts especially, want to be this, like, they want to do good. They want, mm-hmm. or, like, they want to be good boys and girls. Right. And, like, so she wanted they to, want to please viciously their, fight right. For right. him. Right. And that's, ugh, that's Well, that was the thing sad, that was interesting. The inf- like, it was a long description mm-hmm. of the dogfighting. And it was, like, I read it as, like, just as two warriors. It seems like, like a boxing match right, or something. It yes. It seems like, it seems like, like, yeah, suddenly the totally, dogs like two are warriors. people. Like, yeah. suddenly the dogs are, hum- like, yeah. like, humanized and having this fight and they... They know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, they are in it. F- and then, like the referee own, calls right. if there's like a sort. Of, yeah, it was very. Um, I don't know. I mean, was she, that surprising? It was. It was, and I don't. You know, I I absolutely know that standing there in Oof. like reality, I would not. This would mm-hmm. not be a thing that I could watch, no. witness, or mm-hmm. watch. But reading. Reading about it, like she, elev- I mean, and she I wondered it if it was beautiful, right? And I wondered if it was part of also like the whole, you know, the Greek mythology. Like to me, mm. it was sort of elevated oh, yeah, to right. the level of like warriors you're meeting right. on the field. Yeah, um, that makes total was, sense. Yeah, which was really um, interesting. So I, so no, I definitely got to the end of the book, and I, um, I did not have like I wasn't just like ugh I'm why would you do that yeah yeah but I still had I mean I think that she accomplished what she wanted to accomplish which was to take a group of people poor African Americans um, living a very living a very isolated in Mm -hmm. the South having limited educational opportunities Mm -hmm. like um, yeah dog people with pit bulls and, Mm -hmm. and dog fighting and basketball yeah. you know what i mean and yeah. like you know using basketball as a way out mm-hmm. using yeah you know dog fighting as a way to yeah, pay to for mm-hmm. basketball mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like um just took a lot of things that people look at and and are maybe even stereotypes yeah. and sort of shown this light on it that made you yes kind of get in there with them i and, completely agree yeah yes Yes, that's uh, and I like yes. You've summarized exactly, and I couldn't as I was rereading. So I read this the first time before I got a dog, and Luna is a pit, and she was rescued from a breeder fighter sort of situation. Uh-huh. She's covered in scars. She's got big old titties, and maybe I can't say that on here. <laughs> uh, but they're dogs. They're dog. There's dog mm-hmm. ones. So anyway, uh, <laughs> they are though. If you saw them. Um, She's very matronly. Yes. Okay. And so I, so the very first page when, when China's giving birth, I just cried and like was like, oh, my God, my dog had to go through so yeah. much. So like probably – she probably birthed like 100 puppies probably, Luna did, oh. like if I'm timing it, if I'm doing the timing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But also – so yeah, I – but also – the the book still even though i started like crying at that part it still put me in the position of like okay this is what they do the, right this is like somehow okay it's just it makes sense right that's the thing <clears throat> i think she does an Whether amazing job of putting you right. yeah putting you in the their head so that it makes sense right. based on where they are whether or not it's okay is a different question than whether or not it makes sense mm-hmm. because the thing that's not okay is that like the abject poverty mm-hmm. that yes. people have to live in right because of our you know historical treatment of mm-hmm. african americans like mm-hmm. that's the thing that's really not okay yeah. here um and what and you then, choose to – or what choose – what you do yeah. with it. Well, right. it is a choice, though. Also, like, you don't want to take away agency because, I mean, one of his friends has a pit and just never fights her. Right, right. Um, and, you know, like, the other brothers, you know, like, Randall doesn't no. fight dogs. No. His, like, he really is – he's trying to get out. He's trying to use basketball to get out. Um, You know, Esh is – obviously really really smart Mm -hmm. and you just have no sense that anybody is doing anything about that Mm -mm. and then but the other thing i the thing i thought about because of you know as i'm reading it and i'm also like you know i have my history before i was a librarian was Mm -hmm. to work with kids who Mm -hmm. with an upper bound who are 
you know, potential first generation low income kids. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so of course I'm like, where, where are where, the, uh, where's the teachers? Who's helping? Like, what's going well, on? Well, maybe there is one and good I, teacher if she's reading mythology. I mean, yeah. I did get that. But I definitely, presence, but. right. But they weren't, it was summer. So, yeah, right. you know, nobody was in school. So that whole piece of their life, like what their school life wasn't really yeah. even evident. I mean, yeah. it's just hinted at by, yeah. but you know, she's reading in the summer uh-huh. when she doesn't have to be reading. And um, in theory, I don't yeah. understand that. But. <laughs> well, she's got a lot of stuff going on and she's yes. still reading. Um, so it's, I mean, I don't know. And then, but then that made me I guess feel my, like, well, who, who is supposed to help here? Like what is supposed to happen? Like, I, I mean, I'm not very comfortable with the whole, you know, white savior, like a white teacher comes mm-hmm. in and changes this kid's right. life. But also like in reality, there are more white teachers than not. And right. white teachers are in a position to make a difference right. for kids of color yeah. if they understand and honor and respect what they're going through. Right. And that's, again, mm-hmm. where, like, the problem is that black teachers aren't sought after. Yeah, aren't, I mean, that's paid I mean, as much. Aren't. This is a, so yeah. it's, yeah. It, I mean, like, it's an int- entire It's like the problem within a problematic circumstances. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I'm just going to assume then that her her English teacher is uh, an awesome black woman yeah. and she will get Esh to college and that is what's going to happen. And that is what's going to happen. Um, well, and, and so, okay, we were talking yesterday about like there being good to all of the characters except for the one. But mm-hmm. – um, and I think, like, the more I was reading it, I, I had hinted yesterday that, like, there was, like, there's one who is just truly, I think, lawful good or whatever. Um, big, uh, is it Big Henry? Big Henry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who he, I love. And so you're – but, you know, so, of course – So it's, like, not all of the boys are sleeping with her. Not all of – you know, right. it's – and that makes it, like, well, if this guy's not, then why the heck are the other ones? Right. You know, and, and it's just so complicated. Right. I think that's what – I mean, I, I love that she made it complicated. I mean, life mm-hmm. is complicated. Yeah. Life is not ever – I mean, mm-hmm. life isn't, like, what you – respond to on social media you know what I mean where you're like it's black and white Mm -hmm. this is wrong this is terrible this is bad yeah I mean I feel I mean she started she says in the book like she started having sex at 12 Mm -hmm. um because it just and somehow she did use condoms for most of the point which I think was very impressive I mean that's what she said so um I you know so I was just like that I mean like that piece just breaks my Mm -hmm. heart that she wasn't able to have yeah this undisturbed, you know, mm-hmm. relatively innocent, yeah, like childhood where she do, was doing all the same, like running, yeah. running through the woods yeah. and swimming in the pit and reading books and whatever. But, but then still worrying about with I know, but she's also burdened with like worrying about where the food's going to come from and everything. So she's yeah, just I mean, burdened she, with essentially, so much. Essentially, Randall and Ash are the ones who raise. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other two. yeah, they, they uh-huh. really are. I mean, and you're just like, how can a 14 year old like raise a baby? And you're like, she's already raised a baby. Yes. You know what I mean? Which I think that a lot when I, you know, my mother-in-law essentially yeah. helped raise all of the, the kids that came after her, yeah. you know? So you're just, when you live in that kind of you just know poverty, how to do it. I mean, they were just a it. coal mining family right. and lived in a dirt floor shack right. and like that, you know, it's when, a different and kind of just, 14 and, yeah, than babies just kept coming and uh-huh. coming and coming and well and i also think that ash would punch us if she thought we felt sorry for her <laughs> you know which do i do you think so love if feel sorry for her yeah yeah i mean how do you okay what's the emotion what's the emotion if it's not pity but you are I'm so i'm just bummed yeah <laughs> that's like the bummed almost is the un- emotion but i'm i'm Pissed at society for robbing that, robbing her of that. Mm-hmm. Pissed, my God, I keep saying words. I know you do. But I am. That's <laughs> so, I'm, I'm angry at the society that has led to those circumstances. But I think she is doing an mm-hmm. amazing job with what right. she's been allowed yeah. to access. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. And, and I mean, she does wrestle with, like, keeping the baby 
But you also realize that there's just no, I mean, short of like throwing herself, impaling herself on something, she just right. wouldn't be able to yeah. get rid of she's, it. Yeah, that's um, no, there's really not any options or or not not in a way that she understands that there could be options. Like I, I I'm always like that's the piece of well, me that I realize is coming from my from privilege yeah, is knowing the when resources. I'm reading it, when I'm like, why don't you go do this thing? Why don't you go do that? And like, Who's I have gonna to take her. She's going to have to right. ask like, Henry to take her to like, right. The health but, and department. You know what? In and... another book with another, other characters yeah. that might have yeah. totally happened. Yeah. Or because... like if she had been friends with big Henry's mom or something like that. Like, right. yeah, that was the thing where I'm like, where the heck is big Henry's mom this whole time? But right, cause she's she, probably she shows up at the end, providing but... for also that was beautiful. I cried at that part too, where, so big Henry and his mom are um, spared some of the damage that some of the other people or everybody else has, has Are we spo- putting spoilers. Well, like, some houses, when hit by Katrina, were not right. devastated as much, I would say. Right. But And so she ha- is in the position to welcome some people in, and they don't have anything. Mm-hmm. But she's like, the point is that they're alive, you know? Like, right. And, and that just, like, oh, yeah. just made me cry. Yeah, because it is, I mean, it's definitely a combination. It's not, it's not easy. It's not cut and dried. It's not clean. And it's definitely a combination of, like, societal like systemic racism yeah. and systemic economic ism. Yeah. What's the word? Yeah. <laughs> the yes. word I was going for. Oppression. Right then. <laughs> economic oppression. Um, it's all of that, but it's also just individuals making good or bad decisions. Yeah. And human spirit. You know, because some are. of the individuals in this book make positive decisions uh-huh. that, that keep them moving forward in a positive way. Yeah. And some people make, negative decisions that are hamstringing their life yeah and but both i mean but you can see why they do it you can yeah right well given that person well so then i guess is the question why do we feel like we why do we feel like we have to have an opinion about whether or not the decision was good or bad right they're just making decisions that either kind of lead because we're humans and we are judgy yeah i mean we just we just do I mean, we're trying to make because sense then, of the story yes, and, and we're making sense of life. it through our lens. Yeah. And we're like, well, so does the, because de- we want to know if the decisions we're making are good or bad. And so we can do that by comparing right. to worse decisions or better decisions. Yeah. Better, well, that's so. where I think this book is, is great because mm-hmm. it, um, because sometimes I really struggle when I'm like, I don't, you know, if we're trying to like, if we're trying to read books that like expand our vision of people. Mm-hmm. And I don't always want to read a book where, you know, a, a family of color is struggling against mm-hmm. all of this privilege. I just want to read a book where, because some families aren't in that mm-hmm. position. Right. Some families, I mean, not that the struggle wouldn't still be there, but right. but it's sometimes it's there more or less. Yes, you know exactly. what I mean? And yeah. some families are just like, I just want to read how a family of color would like, Go on vacation yes. and do a thing yeah. and have a funny interaction and just you know what I mean. Like, well, I that's want, why there's nice that now there's books like I think there are. They're now fun. Right, there are books of of all people having yeah. all experiences, mm-hmm. good like the and bad, date. in all ways. Yeah. yeah, and race is important. Like it always, it always enters the conversation. Yeah. in terms of how you experience life, but it's not necessarily setting the tone for the entire book. Right. Or, or creating the circumstances that are happening in that book or whatever. So I like well, p- half of me is always like these stories are super important. This is the reality for a lot of people and we need mm-hmm. to read these stories. And the other half of me is like, but if someone's not careful and someone's not doing a careful read, yeah. they'll just be uh-huh. like, oh, yeah, yeah look at exactly. these, you know, yeah. Ah, I, don't, yeah. I don't want someone to read this and but be, and be like, oh, yeah, this, this confirms and... my stereotypes of people. Uh, I just don't. You don't personally understand how someone could read this book and not feel for the yeah. I mean, no, I because all of these things, this particular book, yeah. right? But like, yeah, I'm you know, I'm super like, how can any teenager get pregnant? There's so many ways to not get pregnant. I'm like, how well, can so many ways to how get can people fight? <laughs> how can people fight dogs? The, the Just, dogs yeah. are wonderful people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there dogs are, are things- wonderful people. Well, there you go. There <laughs> you are, go. Right? Yes. There are things I've already I, I brought with me to this yeah, book that I had feelings absolutely. about that I absolutely could still live with live with these characters and 
and come to some understanding about the decisions that they made uh-huh. that don't have to that don't have to be the decisions that I right. would make. Well, so on the flip, and not for good or bad, just just they're different. They're yeah, just, they're different life circumstances. Some people do yoga. I don't. That's sort of decision. Um, <laughs> That's a decision I make. <laughs> I, okay, on the opposite end, but in a similar thought process. Um, I, when my book club recently discussed uh, Crazy Rich rich Asians, um, there was some talk about that because, so I, what the biases I brought in there is that rich people suck, you know, and Mm -hmm. like they're also Mm -hmm. monsters or whatever, (laughs) but basically exaggerating. But, uh, and so there was a lot of like checking myself with that. Mm -hmm. Um, But the discussion was, so it's all these families um, in Singapore and one of the people in my book club um, was like, so wouldn't they not, like, if you're going to, if there's not many books with all Asian casts or all, you know, all taking place mostly in Singapore or all uh-huh. Chinese casts, wouldn't you want to portray them in a better light? <laughs> like, not be these awful, right. rich, wealthy people? And it's like, yeah, but some, I mean. No, but also. But also, no, because like, there's so many, right. like. I think we've talked we've talked about this a lot. Like, that is what we're going, like, we'll know we have achieved true equality. When everyone can be when, a jerk. When everyone can just write awful, awful yeah. characters yeah. of whatever stripe yeah. they are. And it has nothing, like, yeah. nobody attributes it in any way Because right. I was like, well, yeah, but, like, Desperate their... Housewives, we're not saying, like, that is white people. That is embarrassing as white, you well, know, I, say I mean, that. well, sure, yeah, or like <laughs> Ann Coulter's embarrassing as a woman, yes. but you know, that's not you don't see an all white rich cast and think, what our people are not right being represented. No, well. yeah, you know, it's like, no, those are douchebags, right? And so, there are douchebags, yes, everywhere. you allow people to be individuals. If when they're white, you allow yes. them to be individuals, yeah, yeah. when they are a person of color. They are representing yeah. their group. And so and like Flannery O'Connor and all other, yeah, all other Southern writers who write about poverty and the terrible things that they mm-hmm. are put into and maybe the decisions that I wouldn't make. That's not like Flannery O'Connor is not writing the white The people, white experience. You know? Although I would say she's me, but sometimes people say, I would think people get an idea about the Southern experience. Sure. Yes. And yeah, you're right. I, ha- I have yeah. Southern friends who are like, that is not my you're life. Right. You're right. So, yeah. It, but I would say in this country, Southerners are marginalized mm-hmm. or have stereotypes yeah. about them in some way yeah. that, that Northerners don't. Yeah. For all kinds of reasons. And so, um, yeah. and so, yeah, I mean, like I might read that and take away like. So we're all just judgy. Well, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are because that's like, I mean, just psych- psychological, like our brain, we're all prejudiced. Mm-hmm. I would say that. Like mm-hmm. our brains have to make sense of a situation. And so we prejudge mm-hmm. the situation and like put things in boxes. And then the great thing about being a human is that that can happen. You can learn and then you boxes, can yeah. like, yeah, you can make your boxes bigger or mm-hmm. you can just, you know, the more experiences you have, the more books you read, mm-hmm. the more stories you encounter, mm-hmm. your boxes get bigger or move around or whatever, or you understand that the stuff goes in the box, but then you take it out and examine yes. it right away. Man, you're brilliant. This thanks, is good. Thanks. Yeah. Let's just like, frame that whole okay. thing what you just said. But you, like, that's what, that's what reading multiple what, stories yeah. and multiple perspectives does for you. And so even when, yes. like, in a book Power of reading. where you might, where, like. Where when, you walked when, into it thinking. When I walked no. into it thinking, like, I don't want to read stereotypes of people because yeah. I hear it's people like they're saying not, that. They're and they're not. They're not. Oh, like, rich and complex. and oh, Right. Because when we're just a queen and I love her and I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, so, that's a. I mean, I'm terrified to meet her and I might not actually go talk to her. But I can't wait to be in the same room as her. And you all reading and listening to this should be there in that room. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I encourage I encourage folks to read. I mean, this is why this is why we try really hard to encourage everyone to read all stories. So mm-hmm. not you know it's not like oh this is a diverse book mm. that means quote unquote diverse people. It's for diverse people to read. Mm-hmm. No, like, no, it's for, we all, yeah, yeah, we all need to read all experiences because. Um, Especially those of us who often get our experiences represented. Yeah. 
I mean, I think that's the case. And I think, you know, I've, you should, you obviously should read what you like. Mm -hmm. You should read things that you enjoy, Mm -hmm. but you know, talk to your friendly neighborhood librarian, librarian and, mm-hmm. and, and because there are books like we can what find you like is, that, yeah, right, you, what you like all... is the appeal factor uh-huh. of that book. Yeah. So we can find a books, books that appeal to you with all kinds of characters mm-hmm. and all kinds of life experiences in them Yeah, with that across the board would still satisfy the things that appeal to you. Yes. And I always say when people are like, well, I don't read books about X group because it just I don't really doesn't you know I'm like you read books about dragons yeah right you read books about wizards yeah don't say yeah. like yeah you know, exactly that doesn't represent you know that That's, doesn't that, represent I don't relate my life. to that I don't relate to that well, like, well if you can you're relate, also a muggle so I don't see what <laughs> you can relate to a ding dang wizard. <laughs> Yes, you can relate. You can relate to another to a, human being yes. that's going through struggles. You yeah. can. You can Holy relate moly, to a true. cat. Yes, exactly. Telling a mystery, like you yeah. can relate to anybody. All right, all these are our new taglines. <laughs> if you can relate to a ding dang wizard, you can read a diverse book. Yes. Hashtag. Gosh. Yeah. All right. Well, so this wasn't a short episode. No, it's because we lie every yeah. time. But we are getting kicked out of the studio soon. We so are. we're going to wrap this up. We are. Um, point being, read Salvage the Bones. Go see Jasmine Ward. Uh, April 11th, Liberty Hall, 730. Get a ticket for free. Uh, also, go see The Sun is Also a Star. Yes. When that comes out. Yes. And read that it. book, probably. And, um, and just enjoy your life. Expand. Expand your exactly. mind, man. Yeah. Ding dang wizards. <laughs> <laughs> Happy reading. Happy reading. That's it for this edition of the Book Squad podcast. For more details on any of the books or events mentioned in this episode, visit our website, lplks.org. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe. Please rate or comment. It helps others find the podcast. Our Book Squad librarians are Polly Ken and Kate Gramlich. Our theme music is by Heidi Lynn Gluck, and this has been a production of the Lawrence Public Library.